So a few people have raised this with me recently, but this particular question, I think, sums it up. I've got building work going on and I feel like I'm losing my mind. I think I need to relax, but it doesn't seem possible. I'm just in high energy mode the whole time. I've been trying to just wait it out, but we're nowhere near complete yet. And there always seems to be a new part of the project that comes up. Help. So construction work, building projects, I think have a unique category when it comes to stressors. Because there are many types of stressors, and I'm not saying it's the worst of them even, but I'm just saying it's very challenging in its own way. It's got some you know, particularly unique features to it. And you know, some of them that come to mind is, one is just the need for decision-making. You're trying to make decisions very often about, uh, about the place you're going to live, and you know you're going to be facing it over the next while. So having that, you know, happening in front of you, uh, is ch- it's, not, it's not a distant project, something you're not going to see. So there's this worry or uncertainty sometimes about making good decisions in, in, in the work you're doing and then about getting the right people to do it as well. There's trust involved. There's relationships involved in that. There's negotiations involved. So there's a lot of pressure in that too. There are, of course, um, uh, costs involved. So very often there's money being borrowed or at very least savings, which somebody's worked long and hard for being spent. So there's worry around that. Am I doing the right thing? Am I getting it right? Uh, that can be a concern. And one of the most interesting ones I think is on a psychological level is if it is your home that the works are being done on, is that loss of a, a secure base. Because we're not completely separate from our environments. And we get this for whatever reason when we think about wild animals and their habitats. You know, even to the the lay person, when you you think of whatever animals in the savanna or even in the the Arctic or in the jungle or wherever it might be, you kind of see them to some degree, hopefully, as being inseparable from their environment. And you're going to go, yeah, well, they need that to you know, maybe even survive, but they certainly needed to be happy and to thrive because they've developed in that type of environment. And we're no different. You know, our environmental needs might be a little bit different, but we're no different in that we need our environment and our home, that base that we have is a very important part of that. And there are different uh, schools of psychology or theory that look at that. And, you know, one particular example is attachment theory. And in attachment theory, you know, the idea is that really development happens. If we think about relationships with the secure bond between parent and child and from that secure base, then moving out and exploring the world. And in a way, we continue to do that in later life as well. And our home and the, the comfort and the security and the space that gives us is definitely part of that. So when that's threatened, when there's problems there with that, either because of repairs that need done or just because we're trying to upgrade things and improve them and make them better, that can lead to the removal of that secure base, which can be rather challenging. So good starting point is noticing that because if you uh, can appreciate that, you can hopefully be a bit kind to yourself and try, preferably before, but during is fine too, to try to engineer things as best you can so that those things aren't more challenging on you than they need to be. Now, of course, part of this is 
trying to balance some of the parameters we just talked about. So, you know, not spending way more than you have if possible. Again, this is these are trade-offs in these things because on the other hand, somebody might want to kind of get it done right once. So they might extend themselves a bit more. But at the same time, we have to some degree know our limitations there. The other thing is building in a bit of redundancy in terms of space and time for things just not panning out for issues arising, for maybe extra costs that come up, trying to factor that in as much as possible. And to some degree, you know, they say the best thing to do if, if, if you're in business, they say, is to under-promise and to over-deliver. So there's a bit of space created in the middle. Now, we mightn't be fortunate enough to be working with people who have done that for us, or they themselves mightn't have known what they're getting involved in. But it's good to at least do that for yourself if you can. If you can kind of under-promise yourself and then be happy enough with what emerges. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be expecting good quality work to be done. And that is part of it. We do need to get in there and supervise that. But just on an emotional level, if there can be a bit of breathing room there, that's helpful. So if you can set it up that way, that's good. So when it comes to the secure base side of things, uh, Look, in an ideal world, you'd you know have somewhere else you can go and really give yourself the, the security of that space and a bit, bit of breathing room there. Uh, if that's possible, brilliant. If it's not possible, and maybe you're, you're in the place or part of the place as it's being renovated, one good thing to consider is that the idea of a secure base it doesn't need to be, you know, sprawling halls and grounds of your mansion. That's not what's meant really by secure base. It can be something rather minimal. And if temporarily you need to kind of contract your secure base, if you have a room that'd be brilliant, you can shut the door on. If you didn't even have that, if you could have a corner, which is yours, and at least that can be a little bit neat and orderly just to give yourself a little bit of mental space in the middle of everything, that would be a really good idea. Um, and and using that space then and spending some time there, sure, there might be distractions and noises and problems going on around you. But if you don't have that, just that space to come back to, however minimalistic it is, that definitely can be a problem because there's a feeling of having nowhere to turn then, which can be a little bit scary to the system. So giving yourself some space. You can, to some degree, use the power of the imagination and a bit of meditation here as well to... Just visualize space and room and maybe what it will look like when it's finished or uh, anything else really that makes you feel comfortable. Because sometimes what can happen is even if we have somewhere else we're staying or if we have our, our room or our corner that we're in while works are happening, maybe we're sitting there but we're thinking of the the uncertainty we're thinking of the problems we're thinking of the mess we're thinking of the costs rather than maybe focusing on things would be a bit more inspiring that would give us a sense of ease and wellness so just remembering that you do have the ability to direct your attention in those different ways so aside from the secure base the other thing it would be useful to do is just bring in supports of whatever description are available so think of weighing scales and on that weighing scales, if there's a certain amount of stuff over here, which is equating to, to pressure or tension, how can you counterbalance that by putting more stuff on the other side, which gives you a feeling of lightness and at least a tiny little bit of the joy of existing? 
You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but anything that can contribute to that is is likely to help. And this can be time with the right kinds of people. It can be watching comedy. It can be getting out and stretching. It can be to some degree time in any secure base that you have. It can also be eating well and being active, looking after yourself and so on. And bringing those things in can counterbalance it. So you essentially put as little as possible on the the pressure side and as much as possible on the, the, the positive relief side so that they at least start to balance to some degree, if not tip over in the other direction. And also important to remember in all of this is it's temporary. Might They might keep telling you it's temporary and they keep extending it, but it is temporary. That's really important to remember because... In a way, our mind, our subconscious system is actually better at being in the present moment than we give it credit for. And sometimes the problem is it believes whatever is circumstantially happening in this moment is forever. And and, and that just feels really hard in our system. The emotional effect is one of, oh, I have to resign myself to this. And if it was like it is forever, well, then you probably would be pretty depressed and that would be understandable. But it isn't. So do remind yourself of that. Connect to what it's going to be like. Bring in whatever supports are available. And remember, it's going to get better. It gets worse sometimes before it gets better, but it's going to get better. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on jfl.com.